0: Okay, so we're continuing with the story of the Chacham and the Tam. Really, mamish at the beginning of the story, and what we've, seen, what we've seen so far in the story, what we've seen so far in the story is the split that's starting to take place between the Chacham and the Tam. That originally, the Chacham and the Tam, they grew up in the same home. They went to the same cheder, not in the same, literally, home, but in the same town. They went to the same cheder. They grew up with a very similar lifestyle. Both their fathers were very wealthy. Their fathers had big homes. And eventually, as the wheel of fortune turned and the fathers lost their money, the fathers told both of them, it's time to... Make it on your own. We can no longer afford to support you. You have to figure out how you can be able to afford to support yourselves. And the fathers gave them their homes, which as we said last time in the past two times, I think that the home represents the Indian of amuna. The fathers were the Mushrash. They gave over. Maminah b'nei aminim. They gave over the of Amunah to their children. However, after that, they left them with nothing really else. And the children had to figure it out on their own. Both the Chacham and the Tam had to figure on their own what they're going to do in order to be able to make a parnasa, in order to be able to provide for their families. And... The Tom, which, as we said, is not a tippish, but he's somebody who has just an easygoing, and easy, going, an easy he lives a, lives life in a very, very simplistic way, in a healthy simplistic way. Where he's not overcomplicating things, he's not constantly, you know, stuck in the place of anxiety. He's able to live life in a way of calmness, a way of Das. The Tom says, "What do I need to run out of the city for? I was brought up in the city." I know the people in the city. I know who to trust in the city. And therefore, the time says, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna become a shoemaker. And we discussed last time why a shoemaker. A shoemaker represents being involved in Ulama siya. The shoe represents the goof. The shoe represents siya. And he says, I'm gonna be involved in, in making shoes. It's not something fancy, it's not something that anybody's ever gonna, you know, write write me on the front page of the, of the paper because of, but it's something which I could be able to do. Make Parnasa, as we said, he's not reliant on anybody else. If you learn learning now the Khavus, the beginning of Khavis Alva over there he talks about you know, the, the importance of a person who is a Baal who doesn't rely on anybody else. He doesn't need anybody else. And that's like we mentioned last time, that my of being a shoemaker is, he's totally independent. He doesn't need to impress anybody, doesn't need to do anything for anybody. People come in, they say they want a pair of shoes. He makes them a pair of shoes and they pay for it and that's it. If they don't like his shoes, they don't, they don't pay high money as we'll see later. He's not, he doesn't have the nicest shoes in town, but he makes money, provides for his family, and he's happy, he doesn't need anything else. The Chacham doesn't want that. The Chacham right away, and this is again, this is the real moment where the two of them split is where the Chacham says, I don't want to live anymore in the in the little village. The Chacham says, I want to go to the big city. I want to see something bigger. And the words of the Rehman use is, Vachacham the Chacham, which is a Bar Havana. Now again, we, we were in at the original part of the story. He only was called a Bar Havana. Baravana is a good Maila. Bar means that he's able to understand things. He's able to be an intellectual person, but not in a way that the intellect hurts him, but in a way that it helps him. He's able to be a Bar Havana, who's able to understand things. But over here, he's a Chacham shay bar Havana. He's a Chacham and a Bar havana. and therefore, Loy Hayerit Saynai, Lasik Kazu. He said he didn't want to be involved in something so simple. Now, it doesn't say that he couldn't get a job in his town. And it doesn't say that he wouldn't make enough money to provide, provide for his family. The issue was, He didn't want to be involved in something so simple. A shoemaker, me, he was a bar, he was a chacham. He was somebody who was a bar somebody who was a smart person, and he felt that it was beneath his dignity to be involved in something as simplistic as a shoemaker, but he didn't even have to be a shoemaker. He could have had any job in his village which means he could have been the greatest person in his village, but even that he felt that based on who he was, and based on the knowledge that he had, and based on the brains that he had, he felt that that would be a chesorin, and that would be beneath his dignity, and therefore the Chacham says, I don't want it, and the first thing that he does is, v'yasheh v'daytash ye'elich ba'olam yistakal He says, let me go and look at the world, let me go and see what I can do outside of, outside of the village that will actually be able to be fitting with who I am. And this is really, again, there's two parts that take place. The first part is the fact that he says, it's beneath my dignity, to be involved in anything that's in this village, not just a shoemaker. Okay, you're a baravani. You don't have to be a shoemaker. Be the doctor of the village. The doctor is a very respectable profession. Something that you have to. Be, you can use your seichel to be able to be the doctor of the, of the village. Something that everybody, everybody, everybody needs. Everybody, everybody uses. Unfortunately, and therefore, you could have been the doctor of the village. He says, "No, I don't want to do that." Even that, based on who I am, he thought that he was smarter than everybody in his village. And therefore, he says, "I need to leave the village. I need to leave the little village that I'm in, and I need to go far, far away because this is all beneath my dignity." But tanya and Perach they they're fascinating Perach and They're very, very geshmaka and Tanya. They're like the prakam that are like more, more iris, more, uh, more avoid the more than the skala dekaprakam. Very geshmaka prakam. He talks about atzvas and he talks about you know getting out of atzvas, out of depression. But he says over here, he says a fascinating thing. He says that part of the atzvas that a person has when it comes to Hashem, he says, he talks about that a person can have when it comes to challenges in ruchmias. Challenges in pranas, I'm sorry. Challenges in gashmias. Person's not making the money that they thought they would have. And he explains exactly how to recognize that that's really coming from the highest places. Ashra Gavash, shet ka Very gishmak and where he describes and explains how even the challenges or maybe because they are challenges, they're coming from a much higher place than those things that are simple, those things that are visible as being Yarashem, those things that are challenges are coming from even higher. It's called Amba Diskasya. It's the hidden world, and therefore a person shouldn't be depressed when things in their life are not physically going well in terms of the Elam because it just it doesn't mean that the B'A'N Shem pulled away as Ashkacha Chalila. On the contrary, getting a higher level of Ashkacha, even though it doesn't look like it. And again, it's sort of like what we're learning in Tarik Yid that that which you, is not visible as being the Kovet of Hashem is only because it's coming from a much higher place. And he writes the same thing when a person deals with Gashmis. But then he writes, what happens when a person has Atzvos de What happens when a person has Atzvos from things that are involved in Avodah Hashem? Which means a person says, I'm not, I, I, I'm having Machshavas raised. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to davin. And there are Machshavas that are popping into my head that are not allowing me to learn a davin properly. And a person gets depressed because they say, this is, this is, this is what I'm involved in. Like, this is what I'm spending my day doing. I'm trying to daven. I woke up on time. I put it on my talus. I put on my tefillin. I, I said, I said, you know, I'm trying to get ready for Davani. What do I find myself doing? Half of Shmana Es, right? It's standing there like the whack I'm knocking out all the machshavas that are popping into my head. And every time I knock one out and I still I get another few words in, another machshava comes up. And a person gets patsfas because the person says, I'm depressed because this is not the avodah that I thought I would be involved in. Zakta, Zakta. Zakta baltania He writes. He um, writes. Where's the Where's the He writes. Um, he writes. Sorry. A person shouldn't be involved in. A person shouldn't be over the fact that he has to be involved in pushing away Machshavah Zorahs. Recognize that this is what happens. If you're living in the world of the Bainini, which Halavai, the Tani writes, Halavai, we should all be Beninim. If you're living in the world of the Bainini, you're going to deal with challenges constantly. And then the Tani writes, a person should be B'Simcha over it, and a person, sh- a person shouldn't be depressed. But he writes even more than that. If you are depressed, the reason why a person gets depressed, that a person's dealing with machshava zaris during davening, and a person says, "This is not what I want to be involved in." Dr. Baltani, the reason why you're dealing with that atzwas is only because of gaiva. All of atzvas, he says, in Avodas Hashem comes because of gaiva. How does atzvas? How does depression of anything to do with gaiva? So Dr. is very simple. Why you? Why are you beating yourself up over the fact that you're having machshava zaris during davening? Because you say to yourself, "Me, I'm, I'm an ish kadosh I'm somebody who prepared myself for davening. I went to the mikvah before davening, and I put in my on my talisman and I came on time and I'm davening properly. I should be dealing, uh, the guy who shows up late, the guy who didn't go to the mikvah, the guy who I don't know what he was doing last night, he should be dealing with makshavah zaris. Me, it's not really according to my madrega to deal with makshavah zaris. And therefore a person gets depressed because they're a Balgaiva. Dr. Baltania, who do you think you are that you're capable of saying you're depressed that you're dealing with that? that that's, your, that's your lot in Avayis Hashem, is that you have to deal with those things. And when a person gets depressed over the fact that they feel like, this is not my Avayis Hashem, I want to be involved in something much loftier, something much greater, something much bigger, much grander, that's only coming from gaiva, Because that means that a person thinks that I'm the tzaddik, and the tzaddik is somebody who doesn't deal with these challenges. So I want to be on the level of a tzaddik, and I have to face these challenges, so I become the So soviet. Dr. tanya, the atzvah is coming from gaiva. And again, this is the Gaiva that the that the Chacham has that caused him to be Ba'atzvos. All he needs to do is that, that that feeling that a person has that being involved in this thing is beneath me in Avidis Hashem is, is only coming from Gaiva. The Rabbi Shem said, if Yaakov Avinu would have said when the Rabbi Shem, you're sitting in the Ishtam Yoshivahalam, and you're sitting on learning by Avinu, and, and you're sitting in the basement of Shame Ve'Ever, Aver, and the Rabbi Shem told him you have to run away from Esav, and now you have to go down to the house of Love, and he would have said, Me, I should deal with Love and with Masa with Lavan, it's beneath my dignity. I don't want to do this. He would have lost that in Rachel, Leia, Bilazel, on the Yudbay Shifte Ka. Because he would have said, It's beneath my dignity. I'm I'm Yaakov Avinu. I'm, I'm the person who's aligned that I should be dealing with this Nasaya now. It's beneath my dignity. Zaktuba Tani, that's Gaiva. That all comes from Gaiva. And therefore the Gaiva leads to atzwas, because now you find yourself depressed. Then why am I dealing with this challenge? And it happens so often in al that a person's dealt the challenge and a person says, I don't want to do this challenge. I want to just sit in David and learn the whole day. Hashem said, but that's not what I'm giving you. That you're not holding at that madreigah where you're by could just sit on sit on learning the whole day. You're a regular person. You're a regular human. Halavay that we should be banning I'm a You need to be involved in avodes Hashem based on the avodes Hashem that the Roshim is giving you at that moment. And if at that moment you find yourself battling from the beginning of Shemana Asri to the end of Shemana Asri, then don't be the chacham who runs away from it. Say, Roshim, I'm the Tom. This is my avodes Hashem right now. This is what I need to be involved in. He doesn't run away from his town. He says, this is my avoda. Is it fancy? They're gonna write a book about the fact that I was fighting Mahavaz the whole time during Davani, no one's gonna know about it. It's not fancy, it's not public, it's not something which everyone's gonna see me learning six hours but that's my voice hashem right now. And if I become baatsvas over that, if I become depressed over the fact that I'm dealing with it, Zakta tani, it's only from Gaiva. It's only because I think of myself as bigger than that, than that challenge. You're not bigger than that challenge. Even a person often works on a challenge. A person works in a certain era and they work in Avai Sham and they're working it and working and working it and they overcome a certain era in Avai Hashem. And then they find themselves dealing with that same challenge again. They worked in it for two years, making sure they're gonna wake up on time, and they find themselves dealing with the same challenge again. They get depressed because they say, What do you mean? I thought I overcame the challenge. You didn't overcome the challenge, you overcame one madriga of the challenge. The challenges ain't safe. Every one of the challenges that we deal with in life, and the and gashmis, they go on and, on and on and on and on and that ain't safe. So we overcame one area of it, and then we think, we we for ourselves what the eight hour does, it convinces ourselves that you know, we're tzaddikim now, we're tzaddikim, we don't, we're, we're ain't tzaddik ba'aretz, except us, we're the tzaddik, so now I'm dealing with an essayin, uh, like the Chacham says, I don't want to be involved in something so simple, I to, shalom bayis. that's what I have to be involved in, I'm the guy who's sitting and learning the whole day, now I come home and I have to, I have to listen to my wife now, it happens often, you know, guys in the first game, heard, especially guys sitting and looking, I have to go home and sit, and sit with my wife talking about stupidity for the next half hour what happened at work I'm going to I'm Hashem. I'm the guy who only cares about Abayah and Rava. That's your balgaiva if, you, if you say that. Your avodah Hashem right now is to do what the Rosh wants you to do. The Rav says naki yil for the first year of Shanri Shaina to be sitting and to be spending time with your wife. So you for yourself that you're the tzaddik, you're the chazanesh, you're the Rav Zalman, whatever book you read that you know got you into thinking that, that you just sit in for twelve hours and your wife's going to bring you supper in the basement, just like certain Sadiqim had. And you think of yourself as that person, and then when you find yourself that the reality hits you in the face and you're not doing that, so then you get depressed because. Why is my wife not bringing me supper? I have to go home, I have to be there for supper and I can't have a safe route during supper. All of that comes from the, from the fact of, that a person becomes too big of a Chacham. I don't want to do this, it's too simple for me, I'm too big for this. That feeling of being too big, that this, I'm too big for this Havodah, is again what the Baltani calls Gaiva. It's Atsvos and the Atsvos comes from Gaiva. And because the Chacham is Gaiva, he looks around at his whole village, a village of probably a lot of smart people in the village. Maybe not as smart as them. It could be he was the smartest person in the village. We're not arguing. Nachman, Nachman labeled him as a Chacham and a baravana. Could be he was the smartest person in his village. But why, why, is it, why do you have to look at the rest of your village and say, it's all beneath my dignity. All things I don't want to be involved in. All, his, he wasn't running away to, to running towards something to be able to get more knowledge, to be able to help the people of his village. Right? You have a, sometimes in Africa, like the, you know, the deep, deep tribes of Africa, they'll have some guy who's a Chacham and he goes and he... You know, he goes to a medical school in, in you know the big cities of Africa, and he comes back to help the villagers. Okay, that, that's a mylah. You're a chacham, but you're not running away from the village because you think it's beneath your dignity. You want to help people, so you say, "I have the knowledge, I have the interest, I have the intellect." So he goes to the big village, he learns things, and then he comes back and he's able to help people. That's not what the chacham is doing. The chacham is running away. He's running away because he looks around at everything that he's dealing with, and he says, to ask him because what. Me, I'm too big for this. I'm too important for this. And again, it's such a challenge. And I it's a challenge of the chacham. Again, the nachash. This is what the nachash does. Right? The nachash came to Adam, Adam and Chava, and the targum tayches that the nachash was Uram. Uram The ta- targum tayches says he was a chacham. He was very smart. And the, and the nachash told Adam and Chava. The Muslim told you not to thief from the You're much bigger than that. If you eat from the Eitz HaDas, you'll be more godly. So what do you have to sit here battling this whole shaila about the Eitz HaDas, you're not going to eat from it, just eat from it, then you'll be much more lofty. What are you involved in? Something so simple as not eating from the Eitz It's all this Nachash, the, the Chachem inside of us that tells us it's too simple for you. Go do something fancy or go do something bigger. Avodah Hashem is, is much more grand than whatever you're involved in. And again, like I mentioned last week, I'm in this book from Nothing Green, but like just simple, 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 doing things that are necessary because they're necessary. They any fan fear. They're not fancy. They're not, they're not in a way that's chasha, but just that's what needs to be done at the moment that a person recognizes that that's a Hashem. And again, this is what the Chacham does. The Chacham's too smart and he doesn't want to be involved in simple Avedis Hashem. He only wants to do things that are big, things that are fancy, things that make fan fear, but not the simple Avedis Hashem of being a shoemaker. And again, he didn't have to be a shoemaker, but just the simple Avedis Hashem of doing what's necessary for him at the moment. And therefore the vachacham. again, we'll to drop further in the story, V'chacham sheyabaravana, lasik, he didn't want to be involved and in the p'shutah gazoo, like, the, like the, his friend, the, the, the Thomas involved in. The Yishavadaytay, he had Yishavadass, and again, we mentioned last week, that even though Yeshivadas is really a tremendous Milo, he used it in a way which is not a Milo, ba'olam He uses Yishavadass, ba'olam, the I'm going to look what I should be doing. And again, everything's coming external, not internal. Big difference in the Chacham and the Tam is that the Tam lives his life from inside in, lives his life from outside in, where everything's internally focused, and the Chacham's living his life, everything's externally focused. So right away, the we where's he looking to figure out what type of job he should do? Not to figure out what's the best I'm going I'm going to look at the world, I'm going to look at other people, I'm going to figure out what I should do based on what other people are doing. Right? That, that's the the stock I want to see what other people are doing, and then I'm going to figure out what I should do. What does what, what anybody else doing have anything to do with you? You have to do what you need to be doing. And, and, and again, if you don't want to be involved in any of the professions in the village, go to the big city and find a profession. Not what he wants to do. He wants to be mistaken He wants to look around at other people, and then he's going to make his decision. Which career should I choose? Not based on what's going to make me the most money. Not based on where I can use my intellect the best. Not based on the way I'm going to be able to take care of my family the best. What What are the people doing? And what are people going to give me the most respect that I'm doing? And that's again his his big challenge. The is to look at the world and see what they're doing. peshok. He's going and he's starting to walk around the shuk. And again, even He's not just going and. He's not going in, he's going and he's just, he's wandering around the shuk. and this is the shuk still in the village, but he's already wandering around, he's looking, he's looking for something. He's looking for something external. He doesn't have the ability to have yeshavadas, which proper yeshavadas means I'm looking internal. He uses yeshavadas to look external. he's looking around the shuk. He sees a big wagon. M'ar She sees a big wagon, v'chamitash. He sees a big wagon with four horses, and a big, uh, and a big wagon, and a big, uh, like, uh, canopy. That people are sitting in a big wagon with a canopy inside. The people are sitting in the back. It's going, and it's coming back. It's going and moving. He sees it moving back and forth. He sees that there's a lot of movement. There's something that catches his eyes. Something that's exciting. It's a. It's a a large wagon. So he knows that it's not from the village. He knows that this is not anybody who lives here in the village. Just like you know, in the big. The big car comes into like a little village and it's the first time they've seen a car. He realizes this is not somebody from the village. It's at G'daylo. Our Basusim has four horses. That's something that to him is very, very impressive. Shei He sees it moving around. Under Seichrim. He asks the Seichrim, Ma'inatam. Where are you from? So he asks these people that are sitting there. He sees these people sitting in a wagon. He says, where are you from? I say, tell them we're from Warsaw. This is where we came from. We came from Warsaw. Where are you traveling to? L'Varsa, L'Varsa. you are going back to Warsa. Now again, there's a tremendous aim on what we just read in the past two lines before we get into what, what he asks them to do. Right away, first of all, the first thing is, is that he's, the, the, the challenge becomes, she the big challenge becomes, when he leaves his place of Kedusha. Rabbi Nelson writes, there's Allah when it comes to, when it comes to worms and food. Rabnas' going on that halakha. Fascinating halacha that when when the when the worm is in the place, in its natural place, where, where, where it's from originally and it hasn't gone out of its place, then it's not considered to be something which is usr. Only, only once the worm or the or the insect goes out of its natural place and moves from its place, is it considered to be, is it considered to be something which is uh which is usr? That, that's all it's Allah in your day, al And um so Rabnassan explains over there, in al Talan, and Allah Gimel Rabnassan says that. I can find it inside if you give me one second. Um, Reb says, um writes that the main challenge in Avayit Hashem that a person has is when a person leaves their makim, the makim of a uh, the, the makam of kedusha that really a person needs to understand that the place that they're in, the talks about this, that the bias of a person, the home of a person is really meant to be the iqra place of Kedushah. Matoy yakov you Yisrael, that the main place a person is supposed to be is in the place of kedusha but as soon as a person takes those steps, kisetsi a person walks out of the makam that they're in, like he's doing, even before he gets to the big city, ba That's already the beginning of all of his challenges. The fact that he's looking externally, the fact that he's looking outside of himself, the fact that he's looking to go somewhere other than the place that he's in, that's already going to be the beginning of his challenge. This is what he writes. He's he's going on Torah Yerbeiz, which is the other Torah learning. That's why we mentioned this halacha on Monday night as well. But he writes, He says, um, one second, sorry. I had the same problem on Monday night. I couldn't find the PC there over here. He says, the tolam that are in the peiros, the worms that are in fruits. As long as they remain in the fruit and they didn't go out, Hey Again, it's a in your day, which are not going to go into right now, but it's considered to be mutar ba'chila. As long as the kilkalu is inside of the fruit and it hasn't gone out, There's still hope." which is what we're talking about on Monday night, the that he has knows. When he starts going outside, when that worm, the worm that's inside the fruit, which is the rotten part inside of the fruit, doesn't just remain in its place and there's one area that's rotten that needs to be rectified, but it starts going out of the place, Livris Lachut, Lishritella Arrett, is trying to go to the land, the Hainuka Sherezil Lassas Lemak and the Arrett, Petinufa Lachilchalain, Kamashim Chasveshom, Kamava Kamma, Shayetil Lachuts He's talking about those that were from those that the people that were involved in the scholar that were trying to look to get out of the place that were in. They were running away from the little villages. They didn't like the old Jew, the Jew that sat and learned, the Jew that was involved in a and They wanted something fancier. They wanted to go to the big universities, and they were leaving the place that they were in, the place of kedusha. They say we want to go out and we want to enjoy this world. enjoy this world People that have become very, very far away from like, the, like this Chacham. The Chacham says, I don't want to remain in the village anymore. I don't want to just be in, in the town. All I want to do is I want to be able to go to the big city. I want to be able to get out of the Makhim that I'm in. He's running away from his Makhim and he's running, he's running out of the makam that he's in. When they run away, when they're going out, like the Passock says, as soon as you're trying to run away from the place in Kedusha, right away it becomes a makamah. That a worm, those places that are rotten in our life. As long as it remains in its place, it's still You could still return to kedusha. As soon as the chacham says, the chacham could have got fixed up in his village. But as soon as the chacham says, I want to get out of the place that I'm in, As long as he once he goes out and he leaves that place. Then he's ready to be ready to be caught up in that place of time. Nachman is telling us the same thing in story. the story that the Chacham had issues. He already had issues. began be, beginning already where he says, kazu." But the main issue that he had is the fact that he wanted to go lachutz. But Yitzi basada. went out, but he went out for the purpose of l'suach basada. It wasn't just Yitzi. Yitzi When tzaddikim travel, they don't just run away from something. They're headed towards a makim. The is not headed towards anywhere. He has no destination. He's not trying to get anywhere in life. He's Pasha trying to run away from the village that he's in because Shuta Rasmus is telling us that this is in Kadusha and in Allah he's telling us that a person remains in their makim. It says, yeah, there are challenges that I have to deal with but I can fix the challenge in my makim and he has the ability to get it. As soon as he's running away, but not running away to the place of being able to be fixed, running away from the place that he's in, running away because I don't want to be involved in something that's so simple and something that's so mundane. Based on what I'm involved in, memelo, then a person ends up running away, running, running to that place of where the Chacham is going to end up in deep, deep in Shaltacht. And that's again, his first issue is is that he doesn't want to be involved in Malach because he doesn't want to be involved in Malach in something so simple. He thinks it's beneath his dignity. He ends up running away He's running out of the village, running out of the place of Kedusha. The village is a place we'll see that Tom ends up ends up getting to getting very, very close to, very close to the Melech, which is a mashal to the Shalom, in the village. It's a place where you can remain in a place of purity because he's running away. And Nebuchadnezzar, you see this very often with Israelis that Israelis, they run. You find sometimes a person can travel to the other end of the world, and they're running and running and running. And it's clear that they're not running towards anything. Right, the jobs that they get many very often when they run away from Eretz Yisrael are not very dignified jobs. They're running and they're working in the in the malls selling dead sea products. They're working in you know working in, working in jobs that are not considered dignified because they're not running towards anywhere. They're probably just running away from Eretz Yisrael. They're running away from Kadush, They're running away from ruchnias. They don't care what they're involved in. That's we'll see. The first job that he takes is not a dignified job because his ikar avoyde is not. I'm running towards something. Again, if the, Chacham, if the Chacham wanted to leave his village to try to find a more dignified job in order to bring back you know, that, that job to the village, or even for himself, he wanted to do that, that would be fine. But that's not what he's doing. He's running away from himself. He's running away from his insecurities. He's running away from his anxieties. He's running away from everything that he's dealing with, that he wants to be able to be respected by other people. That he wants to be to look around at the world and therefore, he runs away, and he runs straight into he runs straight into the place of sitra straight into the place of tumah. Because he's running away, he's not running towards. And therefore, he's just he's wandering around the shuk. He doesn't want to be home. His house is the place, like we said, the Ba'is is the Ba'is of amuna. The Ba'is is bais is that place of ishtam yoyish It's the oil of Yaakov of It's the place of basic, basic based tfila, tfila, which is the Indian of Amunah. His Ba'is is the place that he should remain, and he doesn't remain in his house. And not only that, his house is going to end up becoming overgrown with weeds and get totally totally, you know, uh, di- disheveled by the fact that he's not living in his house. He's running away from his own home. He's running away from the things that he should be running towards. He's running away from them and he's running straight to the shuk, But not to go to the shuk. He's m'shaytid b'shok. He just doesn't want to be home. He just doesn't want to be in the place of munah, of tefillah, of simplicity, of serving their Rav He wants something bigger. He wants something fancier. He's bashuk, b'shok, m'shtakal is to look at the world to be able to see what to do. But even more than that what happens is when he asks these when he finally meets these people that he looks at as the ultimate these people are the ultimate symbolism of what he wants to get away from. Right? So he's a little, little farmer who's in, the, who's in the countryside like the Amish I was by, I was by uh, an Amish town a while ago in, in Pennsylvania. You go over there and these people are living Amish like they see like the big city people driving in these cars and driving in fancy cars and they have like you know, they look at them like these are the people that are like, uh, I, I imagine some of them look at them. I imagine some of them are very happy with the life that they're living. I imagine there's definitely some of the kids that look at them and they're like, these are like, these are the people that we want to be like. People are driving cars, they have smartphones, they look like they're successful. The, that's mamash what the, 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 the Chacham's looking at these people. They have a big aggola, a big wagon. They look like they're traveling. And not only they're traveling, even the Lashon it says over here is that they were going, the Lashon, the, that the, the wagon was going to show you, it's moving. He just sees a lot of moving, they're not going anywhere. The is they're going and they're, they're going and they're moving, but where they're going? They're not moving in place. They're just moving in place. It's just excitement. He's just getting caught up by the excitement of the outside world that something's moving. There's something bigger, and whatever whatever is happening in my home, like a little teenager who sees that. I, I don't know. Whatever's happening in my yeshiva is not as exciting as it was ever taking place in the street. Now you see sometimes like the kids are standing they're watching construction workers. Whatever's going on in in their house is less interesting than the guy pouring the concrete into the hole. It's not very exciting but it's more interesting in, than whatever's taking place inside. And that's why i that the world of the chacham and again as adults we, we deal with this also. It's not just little kids that want to watch construction sites. It's adults also that we get caught up in things that are Externally, it looks more exciting than whatever's going on. They're not going anywhere. It's just movement. This movement of big horses and big wagon. And he gets caught up in in the excitement. And what does he ask them? He asks them, where are you from? And they tell him, we're from Warsaw. And he says, where are you going? And they say to Warsaw. And again, could be what they're being meramas to him. What they're telling him is, "You're, you're a fool. Because where do we come from? We come from Warsaw. And where are we going? We're going back to Warsaw. We're not looking to go anywhere other than the place that we come from. It's even very, it's, it's odd that he's asked them even, where are you coming from? What, what, what's the difference where they're coming from? His goal is to figure out where they're traveling to. His goal is to try to, he's gonna try to hitch a ride with them to try to get to the big city. So who cares where they're coming from? The point is he's trying to figure out where the next destination is. He wants to know, where you, when, you, when, you, you know when you stop somebody for a hitch, you don't ask him, where was where was you know, the previous place that you're coming from? Your main question is, where are you going? Where are you headed? He doesn't ask them, where are you headed? The first question he asks them is, where are you from? And only once they tell them from Warsaw, then he says, where are you going? And they say to Warsaw. And could it be, again, what they're trying to be in Ramas them, they're trying to give him Musar. And they're saying, we come from Warsaw, and we're going back to Warsaw. That's where we were born, and that's where we're going back. And we're not looking for anything outside of Warsaw. Because what the Chacham does is, even once he gets to Warsaw, which in his mind, coming from, the, coming from the, you know, the countryside is the big city. This is everything that he's waited for his whole life. He gets to Warsaw, and right away he says, yeah, maybe this is not it. Maybe I can go to Spain, maybe Spain's gonna be nicer than Warsaw. They say, we come from Warsaw. We come from the big city. We come from the place that you, you look at as the ultimate and we're going right back there. We're not looking for anything else. We're not looking to go anywhere else. We came from Warsaw and we're going back to Warsaw. And often you have this, you know, people that have alay chuva, they'll come and they'll speak in, you know, in yeshivas and they'll, they'll tell people, we were there. Right? We were in that place. Wherever, whatever you think when you're in 10th grade or second year, or whatever it is, whatever age you are, that you think the outside world has so much to offer. And it's so exciting and it's, we were there, and we saw whatever's there and we came, we came to Yiddish because we recognized that this is it. And, and they're telling him that we're in the big city and, and we recognize that there's nothing more than whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it right where you are in the small village and we're going to find it in the big city and the person who's in Spain is going to find it in Spain. There's no need to try to travel outside of the place that you were born and the place that you were created in in order to find something else. We are from Warsaw and we're going back to Warsaw. We're not, look, we're not looking for anything else, huh? I had this book, like 25, 25 people in the private world that made it. And nothing happened, we didn't get sick. Right. I mean, just empty right, right. They decided that, yeah, they started interested in it. But it's, it's, that's what they're telling you. They're telling you, you think that there's something so big? We come from Warsaw and we're not looking for anything bigger than Warsaw. We're just happy where you are. And they're trying to tell him before, before he even asks them about, you know, before he tries to hitch a ride at them, before the first part of the conversation, they're just telling him, just be happy where you come from. Whatever, wherever you come from, the grass is always going to look green on the other side. You're going to be in this small city and you think that Warsaw has everything. You're going to be worse than you think Spain. You're going to be a doctor and then you're going to think that's being a stone cutter, Whatever job you're going to have, the grass is always going to look greener on the other side. Just appreciate where you come from, huh? When does someone know that you should go up to the next? A higher, a position, higher. So, so we're going to talk about that. A big part of it is is what's what's the reason why you're doing it. That's the real. That's potential. the real big difference. So it, dep- it depends. Why do you want? Why do you want more potential? That's the issue with the chacham. Is not that he wants to be able to make more money for his family to buy a nice house first first of all, you had a big house, but it's not the problem. If a person wants to be able to get more comfort for themselves and their family, a person wants to be able to marry off their kids without with without having to borrow money, a person wants to be able to support tzedakah, a person wants to do all those things. There's all valid reasons that a person wants to move up on a job. A person wants to do that. The question is, why are you doing it? The Chacham, we see very, very clearly, the reason why he wanted, he didn't want to live in his village was not because he couldn't make a pronouncement there. It doesn't say anything about not making enough money. It was only for one reason. One reason. I don't want to do this. It's too simple for me. It's not, it's not enough. If someone's an EMT and he wants to become a paramedic, like, can help more people. Oh, Savant's so so a very good. That's not, that's not a Even when he becomes a doctor, we'll see, he becomes a doctor at the end. He doesn't become a doctor because he wants to help people. He becomes a doctor because he realizes that that's a profession that people are always going to need to rely on me. And when I say people, you know how thankful people are going to be and they're going to be totally reliant on me. And uh, he's only doing it for his own, for his own sake. He never does it to be able to help people. He's totally, totally self-centered. So again, you want a person that EMT who wants to become a paramedic, who wants to become a doctor, a person wants to become a surgeon, a neurosurgeon, amazing. That those are all good things. And saif a person wants to make parnassa for his family, saif a person wants to make parnasa, say levi all those are good reasons. It's never the it's never the reason of the chacham. The chacham's main goal in being able to move from job to job, from city to city is always external, it's never internal. If a person sits with proper yeshiva and a person says, listen, I know what I'm involved in, I know that be, in order to be able to marry with my kids, with yeshiva in order to be able to have a house that I could be able to you know, have yeshiva and all those things are, are things which give a person yeshiva Das, in order to be able to give tzedakah properly, I want to be able to move up in careers, movement jobs, that's 100% fine, but the question is why? Well, what's a person running after? Often, often you know, I suppose to people about different jobs, but think about moving from job to job, I was talking to somebody who wanted to move and I've had this conversation with multiple people. He wanted to move from job to job. He's making, he was making a good pronounce on the job that he was in. He was not struggling with all, but he was making good pronounce. He wanted to move to another job. Now the job that he was in allowed him to sit and learn in the morning for two hours. In the morning, he was able to learn for two hours at night. He was able to spend time. He was home for bedtime, every, come out every single night. The new job that he was going to get to at a big raise in salary, but he was going to take away his ability to learn, He's going to be able to learn still for 45 minutes, but not two hours. He wouldn't be able to learn at night. He would still be on the phone. He wouldn't be able to be home for bedtime. He'd have to travel for business. So the question is, and again, this is the question, why do you want to change from job to job? If the reason why you want to change to the job, is going to get you more money, even though it's going to be at the expense of these other things, is in order for a greater good, in order that somehow, that this, you know, five years down the line, this will be better for yourself, for your wife, for your kids, for your wife, so that might be a cheshbon. But if the whole reason why you want to switch is that you could put a pool in your backyard, not because you want to put a... But I want to put... Because nobody else in my block doesn't have a pool. So what are, you, what are you giving up in order to gain the pool? You're giving up your yeshiva das, You're giving up your ability to learn. You're giving up your ability to be, able to, to be able to spend time with your family. You're giving up your ability to be able to have proper shalom Why? Because she ye lech ba'olam Because I want to see what the world's doing. Every every career change that a person makes, every time a person moves from house to house, and every, uh, all of Avayt's Hashem, all of Sayin Gashmis and Sayin Rukhnis always has to be internally focused. If the goal of the reason why I'm doing something, and when it comes to jobs, which is again the beginning of this discussion, is everything is about, about careers, if the reason why I'm taking on a career is because I want to be able to live like somebody else, I want to be able to have a house like somebody else, or I want to be able to have that other people are makhsh me, or, or I want, Anything that has other people aside from me, my wife, my children, and the immediate circle of the people that are, that are important to me involved is not, is, not a, is not a cheshben generally. Again, there are exceptions, but generally it's not a cheshben. We'll have to focus on is what's best for me, my wife, my kids, my Hashem, my learning, my ishvadas, my shalom bias, my amuna, my betachin. That's the main question when it comes to picking a career. If the goal of picking a career is to figure out what's more cheshben, I don't want to be this job because this job is not considered to be respectable. And I'm like, well, okay, but is, does it, why does it bother you? You have to get to the root of it. Does it bother you? Because for you, it's not respectable. But maybe it stirs your wife. Maybe it's a Shailah of Shalom bias. The wife doesn't like that somebody's involved in a certain, it's a Shalom Bayes The wife, you know, doesn't want to have spoken to people. The wife did not like that they're involved in a certain career. They felt that the wife didn't feel it's respect. Okay, that, you know, then the husband has Shailah of Shalom bias. It's a very different Shailah. But it, you always have to figure out where's it coming from. Is it coming from the fact that for me, this is not working for me. Avoids Hashem. For my shalom bayis, my parnasa, it's not making me enough money. Or is it coming from shiyelech ba'olam viyistakam al Is it coming from the outside world? And this is what the chacham does. The chacham never lives internally. That's his whole problem. Everything he lives with so much anxiety. It's it's. You know, there's something called social anxiety, which is people have a difficult time with you know being around large crowds, and it's very difficult for them to be in you know in areas and big settings with a lot of people. So the, the, the anxiety that he has is not it's social anxiety, which the whole anxiety is created not by social that he has a problem with other people. For he has he, he has an anxiety which is created by everything around him. But all the social things around him are creating anxiety, are creating him to live a miserable life. He's miserable because he's never going to be happy because whatever house he's going to buy because right now it seems khashev. When you're 25 or 30 years old, you buy a house, and to you it seems khashev. The first car that you buy seems very, very khashev, right? The first car you buy. I remember the first car, the first car I bought, I bought was a 2005, maybe a 2005 Honda Accord. That was a great car, it was a great car. It was a $10,000 car, It was a great car, had leather seats even. You know, I thought it was a, it was a very, very nice car. I, and then what happens, then like six months later, after driving the car, You start to look around a little bit when you buy red lights and and the car's not good to you anymore. The car's not good enough for you anymore. Why didn't I lease a car? Why didn't I buy a car? If I would have leased the car, I could have got a nicer car. And then not only that, I could have, after two years, I could have swapped it out for a nicer car. Now I'm stuck with the same Honda Accord and I had it for almost 10 years. I'm stuck with the same same Honda Accord for so many years. I should have. Does the car drive well? Does it fit all your needs? Able to fit your family inside the car? Does it get you from point A to point B? Are you by the mechanic every day? What, what's the issue with it? Is it internally an issue or is it externally an issue? And again, the, the Tom says, if it works for me, so the Tom says, When his wife starts complaining, he says, What, what difference does it make that there's another shoemaker who's making more money than me? Am I making enough money to be able to pay the bills at home? Am I putting bread on the table? Am I do, doing a, a, a malacha, which is the key of a like the Gemara Kedushin says? Am I doing a malacha, which is honest? Am I living a life of happiness, if yeshiva Dasya? Yeah. So, what difference does it make that there's another shoemaker who's making more money than me? But if the question is internally, okay, for me, it's not working. I want to move on to a different career. I feel like if I'm a shoemaker, I have to be up late at night. I'm not able to learn. Okay, so that's a different Shailah. The Chacham and the Tam, always, their questions always begin from a different place. The Tom's question always begins internally and the Chacham's questions always begin, <speaking in Spanish> it always begins externally. So again, these people, they come from Warsaw and they go back to Warsaw. And he could have also, he could have gone to Warsaw and he could have found a nice job and he could have found a wife and built a house in Warsaw and the story would have ended over there and he could have lived a life of happiness. But he doesn't do that. Because as soon as he gets to Warsaw right away, he drops his career and he moves to the next career. And he drops that career. He never, he's never, never, ever happy. Not because internally it's not working for him. Because externally it's not working for him. And that's the Chacham. The Chacham is everything's external. Everything's about other people. Everything's about how do people view me? How, do I have enough money that people will respect me? And again, it's, it's, it's a challenge, especially like we mentioned. I like think we mentioned the first year, especially when a person lives in a neighborhood. And a neighborhood's a close-knit neighborhood. It's not at a town where everybody's... Everybody's spread out. It's a close-knit neighborhood, and everybody's everybody knows every time anybody does construction on the house, there's a big dumpster on the front lawn, and everybody's able to see that. This guy's doing construction. This guy's doing over his basement. This guy's doing over his dining room. Everybody knows. So it causes challenges because then people are living based on what everybody else is doing, and then your wife, or you say to yourself, why is that guy doing it, and why does he have that car, and why not... It causes challenges because people, people, you know, live in close-knit neighborhoods. People live next to other people and people live with people that are living, you know, that have more money than them or are living in a way that they look like they have more money than them. But at least they're, they're living that way and then it becomes a challenge. how do I make sure that what I'm doing and that's always, again, it always has to be the, 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 the base of every conversation that revolves around money, that revolves around the of Hashem also, like we mentioned. If my advice, Hashem is based around the guy next to me in shul, I'm going to end up being, I'm going to end up being Ba'atzvah, like the Baltani says. Because I'm going to say, why is the guy next to me in shul, able to flow in three hours? And me, it's a struggle to stay, to stay awake, but the Daph I'm falling asleep after the Daph I can't even stay awake. Okay, but maybe, don't be a Ba'atzvah and think that you're the guy you're capable of staying for three hours. You're not, if you're not that guy, so then don't be Ba'atzvah. Again, if you are that guy, and if you know that you're capable of more than 45 minutes of Daph so then you have to push yourself to do weiter. But if you're not that guy, so don't be depressed that you're not that guy because that's not like your Avodah Hashem right now. And it's like this in Ruchni, it's like this in Gashem. The, the question always needs to be, and the discussion always needs to be revolved around me, around internally focused, around me and the Rabbani like Shalom, ma'lana l'adam b'echerim. Zemayiseh shaloi, like the Tom says, Zemai shali. That's his story, and this is my story. This is my, Sippur HaMaises, this is my, this is my story. Every person has his own story. Every person has his own journey. Every person was born to a certain set of parents, with certain koiches, with certain challenges, and we have to figure out, what makes sense for us? Do we have the capability to move up? Yeah, Avada. We shouldn't stunt ourselves in Avadis HaShem or in Gashmis and say, this is, we're just going to be happy with it. Avada. A person has to be mistopic but a person also has to be constantly growing in Avadis HaShem, constantly growing even in Gashmis. Growing, trying to, trying to achieve more, trying to do more. But it can never be, the focus can never be that I want to do. Because it's too simple. This is the challenge of the Tam, of the Chacham, I'm sorry, and this is why right away they tell him, we're coming from Warsaw and going back to Warsaw. Just be happy where you come from. Be happy. Go back to the same place. Stop running away. Stop trying to think that you're going to solve all your problems, that you're going to go somewhere else. You're going to run far from the place that you were brought up, from the place, that, from the place, it's not going to bring you happiness. This is the challenge, again, of the Chacham. And again, we'll have to, we'll have to continue next week. Let's just see maybe one or two lines, just so we have a uh, drunk more of the story, and then we'll stop. He says, He asks them, which means he asks these, People these, he asked these, these merchants that are on that thing. Maybe you need people to help you. And it's interesting, maybe we'll talk about it next week. He doesn't say Mishar race. He says Mishar Sim in plural. It's interesting, he's only talking about himself. He's not trying to find a job for anybody else. But he says Mashar Sim. They saw that he was a Bar Havana, and he was somebody who was Missous also. They saw that his person who was moving constantly. So he becomes a Masharis. Right? And again, the, the the irony is fascinating. The fact that he went from somebody who says, I don't want to be involved in shoemaker to being the Masharis, to being you know the, the guy who's running and getting the coffee for the wealthy guy. This is what he does because he just wants to get to Warsaw. This is what he's interested in doing. And uh, we'll see. Again, we'll continue next week with exactly what happens. Then when he gets to Warsaw, the story's not going to be over. It's going be far from over when he gets to Warsaw because his story's never over because his story's always based on external, always based on other people, always based on other things. And he's always, there's always something better and bigger and more grand than whatever he's involved in, which is going to lead him all the way down the path of Shal Okay,